The Salvagene Vaccination and Medication Advisory Board. Individual recommendations for Salvagene premium customers in the USA regarding the COVID-19 antibody medication from Eli Lilly. Numerous active substances have so far been tried out against the virus. Once they've been officially approved for use, we look at their pharmacogenetic profile to decide whether they offer individual efficacy for our Salvagene premium clients over and above the standard range of efficacy that is determined in the course of the official approval process. It has to be said that, apart from the cortisone preparation dexamethasone, there is no really convincing treatment for patients suffering from the effects of COVID-19. As we have been reporting for some months now, our best hopes lie in so-called monoclonal antibodies. Two preparations have recently become available in the USA, albeit with emergency approvals only. We are also running these past our pharma profile of Salvagene Premium clients to see if they are capable of metabolization. At the moment, we are still reserving judgment on the compound formulated by Regeneron. As previously reported, we believe that there is still a significantly increased risk of cross-reactivity with the antibodies it uses. As for the C19 antibody drug from Eli Lilly, we have been waiting for the quality problems that were flagged up three weeks ago to be sorted out. The fact that the FDA has now granted emergency approval would seem to suggest that these have indeed been resolved, and we think the moment has come when we can make individual recommendations on this drug. Essentially, the Eli Lilly medication is a therapy and is not at all suitable for preventative use. The time window for administering this drug is extremely narrow. It is a highly promising approach when used without delay in the initial phase of an infection. For this reason, we continue to recommend that, if our clients have any suspicion that they may have become infected and have developed symptoms, or indeed have spent any time in the company of infected persons, they should immediately make arrangements to be tested. This is because this narrow time window offers the best opportunity to benefit from an antibody medication. In principle, it works like this. The virus carries a protein on its surface, a so-called spike protein, which it needs to infect target cells in the body. The antibodies that have now been developed recognize and block this protein, thereby preventing the virus from entering the cell and infecting the host. Furthermore, antibodies make the viruses visible to other defense cells, which can then tackle the pathogens head-on. For example, so-called monoclonal antibodies are deployed against the respiratory syncytial virus, RSV, which attacks the lungs and airways, especially in children. Drug authorities around the world have very recently approved a combination of three different antibodies for use against Ebola. This makes specific and effective therapy possible for the first time. The template for the development of antibodies is provided by our own immune system, which produces antibodies against a pathogen in response to an infection. We are therefore able to look at the antibodies that have been produced by people who have been infected with SARS-CoV-2 and have survived the disease. A project underway at the Charité Hospital in Berlin has extensively mapped these antibodies, as we have already highlighted in previous keynotes. In all of the various antibody projects currently underway, and there are around 25 of them worldwide, the antibody cells produced by survivors and the genetic code they carry are being examined in detail. Their DNA sequence is decoded, and the antibodies are reproduced in laboratory cell cultures. So far, a large number of antibodies capable of recognizing and neutralizing SARS-CoV-2 have been identified. 
The next step involves selecting those antibodies that can best attack the virus and are safe for use in humans. The difficulty lies not only in selecting the effective ones, but also in finding a combination that prevents cross-reactions. In all projects so far, trials of medications on patients at an advanced stage of the COVID-19 disease, including the approved drugs from Regeneron and Eli Lilly, have been halted because they were not producing any effect. This confirms the urgency for potential therapeutic use. Our individual recommendation for possible use depends precisely on this narrow time window. This is because patients who are in a later stage of the disease have problems that are not caused by the coronavirus itself, but by the progression of the COVID-19 disease that results from infection. And in any case, the patient will of course have already formed antibodies him or herself by then. In certain initial situations, in the early phase of the disease, during the first hours and the very first days, the administration of monoclonal antibodies can prevent the disease from taking a much more severe course. A possible side effect might be that administration of this antibody reduces the period during which the patient is infectious. In the same way that we make individual recommendations for salvaging premium clients who have highly elevated risk factors, the emergency approval granted to Eli Lilly in the USA is likewise restricted to high-risk patients. A further relevant factor is that this type of drug is not susceptible to mass production. We are working on the assumption that there will be no widespread use, not least because the costs are very high, and that it will be prescribed only for select individual cases. A further limitation that we foresee is that the future mutations of SARS-CoV-2, which is also normal for RNA viruses even if the mutation frequency is currently not very high, entail a high risk of resistance developing. The development of resistance can be prevented by combining different antibodies in the therapy. This is not possible with the currently approved antibodies, although they cover a fairly wide range of known SARS-CoV-2 variants. Even with pathogens that have a much greater diversity and can change much more quickly, such as HIV, antibody combinations still manage to avert so-called escape mutations. The pathway favoured by our SARS-CoV-2 task force for the future is instead a combination of antibodies and antibody fusion proteins, which are much more effective in preventing penetration of the cell via the ACE2 receptor, and in particular are much more immune to possible SARS-CoV-2 mutations. Some projects in this area are already underway, for example, at the campus of the Fraunhofer Institute in Matanzried in Bavaria and at various locations in China. However, all previous vaccine projects have also had to contend with the problem of escape mutations. Taking into account the considerations outlined above, we are prepared to make recommendations on possible use by our salvaging premium clients in the USA with immediate effect and urge them to contact their local health authority without delay due to the limited availability of the medication. We see its potential for premium clients who have elevated COVID-19 risk and cytokine risk factors, and in particular, highly methylated interferon receptors. As we have already reported in great detail in previous keynotes, the interferon system functions like the body's own alarm mechanism and serves to trigger the entire immune response. The problem is that already down-regulated interferon systems are further down-regulated by SARS-CoV-2, it is one of the few viruses known to be capable of this. This means that the virus is free to go about its business without alerting the immune system. 
in this initial phase, which is so crucial for the overall response, and with an already down-regulated interferon system, it makes sense for these antibodies to be introduced as soon as the individual is aware of having been exposed to infection. With that in mind, we recommend the use of this medication for the following category of client based on their latest salvagine retests. 1. Salvagine premium clients with a COVID risk factor higher than 2.5. 2. An accompanying cytokine storm risk factor higher than 2.2. 3. Methylation of all interferon receptors in off status. 4. Severely depleted NK cells. If you have any questions, please contact your Salvagene consultant.